I'm Grace Allen. And I'm Ricardo Allen. And we are the Allens. Welcome to our podcast where we share our unfiltered insights, perspective, and knowledge on this roller coaster of a ride that we call life. Ricardo Allen is down at the 42 and a half, 43. Join us as we go all in on all topics, ranging from changing diapers to preparing for Super Bowl Sunday. Guns it across the middle. Ricardo Allen, the interception. 35, 30, Allen 20. Welcome to All In with the Allens. And we're live. We're rolling. <laughs> live from the basement. Yeah. Luna is joining us in the studio today for the first time. Yeah. She's in her little basket on the floor. My girl. She's chilling. Yeah, she's awesome. Still awesome. Two weeks later. <laughs> so, I'm a little uh, nervous for today's episode. This is probably the first time we've sat down to talk about something. This world needs to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like if we can talk about Disney World, COVID-19, <laughs> Tiger King. For real. We can damn sure make some space to use our platform to address what's currently happening in our some world. Some real stuff. Some real stuff. And we're going to try to, you know, keep this on more of a... Positive? Yeah. Positive? As much as we can. You know, it ain't everything in, you know... No, there's some real messed up stuff yeah, happening. It's, it's, and it's been happening. Yeah. And, and everybody knows, but we're going to try to keep it, you know, as positive as we can, mm-hmm. you know, in mm-hmm. the sense of we just want to try to give, you know, our perspective and, totally, you know, just how we go by these things. Because, you know, I think it's, I think it's, you know, cool that, you know, we actually are an interracial, yeah. you know, marriage and, you Family. know, we, we bumping yeah, family. We bump into eyes, people cutting their eyes at us all the time. You oh, know, this is so eyes, real. You know, this cutting their eyes at our kids. and So, so real. So we navigate it, you know, all the time from mm-hmm. both sides because yeah. I really do think, you know, it's like you say, it, there's some things that need to be talked about. And it's not just a political, you know, this, fight. This is... Okay, and I want to be very light in how that's perceived. Like, this is so much more than are you Democrat? Are you Republican? Are you right wing? Are you left? Who are you voting for in the election? This is so much bigger than all of that. Like, this is a human rights issue. Yeah, you still need to go vote. One thousand percent. That's not what this is about. But we're we're talking about lives. Yes. Like the fact that. We still talking about this. The fact that we're still talking about this blows my mind. Yeah, man, it's crazy because like I look at some of these videos that you know, like I've been looking at some of these videos and stuff from you know the past and just the I looked at a Muhammad Ali video mm-hmm. yesterday and it was you know a video of him talking about you know his dad. Is that who that was in that video? You're yeah, wow. yeah. I didn't even pick that up. Yeah, he was young. That's but, crazy. You know, that's how young he was, and his dad was talking about you know when he became. You know, when his dad told him that when he became, you a know, dad. A, a dad and a, a, a elder, you know, that it should be done. Yeah, his children won't have to live in the world that he has to live in. Yeah, and then, you know, he told that same thing to Muhammad Ali. And then, you know... Muhammad you think, Ali told that to his kids. And yeah. His, his kids a fight told a fight. that to their kids. And it's just mind-blowing <laughs> and it's upsetting. And I'm, I'm exhausted. And I say that with the utmost respect of realizing that I'm a white woman. Yeah. And if I'm exhausted, I know that the black community, the black community has to be exhausted times 1 million. Like I don't even feel that I have the right to say that I'm exhausted, but I'm exhausted because I love you. Yeah. And, and I'm exhausted because we live in a world that every time you leave this house, you still feel the need to text me and tell me when you've arrived somewhere (laughs) because I worry about you being by yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like this is some real stuff, you know, and this is, this is, this is some, some realness that like, we don't, we don't really focus, we don't focus on this yeah. because if, if we were to focus on all of the times that we have felt less than yeah. in public places, less than in restaurants, less yeah. than on vacations, like because you're black and I'm white. And the only time they actually give us, you know, wait, let's get to that. In yeah. A second. Yeah. But like, 
if we were to focus on all the times that we're made to feel like we're doing something wrong uh-huh. by loving one another, I think it would overshadow all of the good. Yeah. So like, I can't speak for you, but I can speak for myself. And I know that it's a mental game for me. Yeah. Like, it's not that I don't notice it's, because I, I notice every time we're out in public and people are looking at us or you're with the kids on your own. And I've gotten used to it. And that's a sad it's thing. Sad. Yeah. It's so sad. That's what I was getting ready to say is like, it becomes a mental thing where I, we know it's going to happen. Yeah. We fully embrace it. And, and for me personally, like you kind of prepare for you it. You prepare for it. And that's, and, and that's, that's, that's effed up. It's just sad that you even have to race like any of your creative brain power in the thinking fact about that preparing for, you know, leaving the walls of your home. Yeah. It's bullshit. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm just going to be very, yeah. very straightforward. It's, not. it's bullshit. It's yeah. And it's bad. Cause I've, I've been, you know, I've had the blessing, you know, being, you know, with the Falcons and, mm-hmm. you know, Mr. Blank, mm-hmm. you know, giving us 100%, you know, giving us his full support and, you know, Coach Quinn and just the whole Falcons organization. Yeah, you know, totally back. They have, and they have backed you guys since before it was like yeah, this trend yeah, that before. we've seen. Yeah, it, like we've been doing this for two or three years. You guys have been yeah. working silently, silently without sure. any praise. No. Without posting. No. Like you guys have and just been the doing the work. Yeah, and that's the thing that I, I got much respect for, you know, you know, when Sanu was here, when... Devondre was here when mm-hmm. even Switzer, you know, yeah. and Ben Garland, you know, we, we've been, you know, doing this, you know, Freeman, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Come here, little girl. we've been working and we've been grinding for a long time, you know, behind, you know, the scene. And mm-hmm. it was cool because they asked us, you know, during the fact, like, do we want, you know, this publicized? Yeah, do you want media coverage? And it, it was cool because everybody said no. That's that's so cool. And even though we had uh, cameras there just to document it, because this is kind of the kind of stuff that you want to pass down to your totally. your, your kids, and this kind of stuff that you want to just be able to have pictures of. Absolutely. You know, because I truly believe like a picture is worth a thousand words. That's mm-hmm. why you know you're supposed to document all that kind of stuff to actually like show your kids that you actually was putting in the work and you wasn't doing it. Because me, I'm I'm from I'm from the hood, so right. I understand that. You know, I I never been that person that, and I ain't got you know disrespect for people who do this, but I. I'm not the guy who, when I go to donate something or when I go to give something away, mm-hmm. like, I want a camera behind me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't do it for that because yeah. I understood. I was that person on the other side before, and I remember the times that even though my family was, you know, struggling, my mom didn't want us bringing home, you know, those cans yeah. of food, you know, for yeah. Thanksgiving and stuff like that. She didn't want us bringing that home, but, you know, sometimes we did need it, yeah. you know, because she was a single parent trying to get it by herself, and, you know, we couldn't get food stamps, which is... You know, crazy because she had three kids, you know, making less had than $30,000. All, all the need for it. Yeah, and we it. needed it. And we, we could barely make ends meet and we couldn't get food stamps. So, you know, when people did come and, and show love to us. Want when, to help. Yeah. And it was always cool because I don't think nobody ever did it out of the fact that, you know, they were trying to embarrass us or anything. They, they yeah. did it because back in the day, that's how the hood used to be. I feel like, you know, like you got some chicken, you know. We got some, you rice, know, ingredients. Yeah, whatever. we got some rice, and let's bring it together. Yeah. And we, we got some potatoes, and like, all our family, yeah, and all our family gonna eat because that's we cool. we didn't have all of it to put together on your own. Yeah, and yeah. that's how we came together as a community and as a family. And nowadays, I feel like it's so much with keeping up with the Joneses that, oh yeah, you know, we'd rather let everybody starve instead of you know coming together to just help each other. So instead of bringing what you can to the table, yeah. you rather just starve. Yeah, man, it's like. And that just goes down to the fact of, you know, judging. It's like, you Ugh. know, yeah, it's just like. It's, a, it's such a real thing. And yeah, even <laughs> even like my hesitation to, to really sit down and have this conversation with you while recording, mm-hmm. it's because of that. Yeah. It's because I know that if I stay silent, if you stay silent, if we stay silent as a family, we're wrong. Yeah. I know that if we speak out speak too early speak too early speak (laughs) in a certain way yeah we're wrong again so it's like if people are viewing and listening and absorbing all of this right now through a lens of judgment we're never going to get it right at all like we we need more grace i feel like in our world now than like ever before because the judgment is so real and i feel like a lot of it comes from like 
a lot of people right now wanting to help and wanting to do the right thing, but not really knowing how. Yeah. So part of me kind of- It's just so much hurt. It's just so much, so many years of, you know, 400 years of turmoil. Yeah. You know, and- Passed on through generations. Like, let's just, like, that study. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if, if you guys are aware of this, but generational trauma- is actually passed on through DNA. Yeah, like fear. So like fear, for example, is a trauma that that is passed on through generations through our DNA. So like if a mother has a fear of something, mm-hmm. she can literally be born with that because of her mother's mother's yeah. mother. So we would be crazy to think that just because slavery was X amount of years ago, that, that all what, of yeah. the pain that families went through is just now gone because- yeah we're not living in the time of slavery anymore, but we're wrong to believe that. Yes. Very true. And I think it's, tell me, tell me how you feel, man. It's just, just, if, if, if you can't truly believe that, if you don't truly believe that it's wrong and all humans have like the equal capacity to be whoever they want and do whatever they want. And I think both sides have bad apples. I both, I think both sides have bad, bad eggs, you know, Totally. It's just, it's just so, it's just so bad, man. It's just, it's just bad ball. It's just bad ball that we still even, you know, thinking and fighting on things that people should know is wrong. Wrong. Can I admit something to you? And I know we've talked about this before, but I'm going to admit it to you again on air. So this is a little bit different. And please don't come for me when I say this. (laughs) Prior to dating you, mm-hmm. I truly believed that racism was like a thing of the past. Mm-hmm. I lived in a way that I thought, oh, we live in a much better world now. Yeah. Like racism, I, I wasn't naive enough to believe it did not exist, uh-huh. but I just didn't think it was as alive as blatant. And crawling yeah. and blatant as it as it was. Yeah. But the only reason I was able to feel that way is because it didn't impact me personally. Yeah, on a daily Until mm-hmm. you're in love with I realized <laughs> that I loved you and you and I were a thing. And then I started to notice the way I was now perceived. Yeah. And the way that people that once had a lot of respect for me. Yeah would pretend like they didn't see me in stores when I was with you. Yeah. And families that once had no issues with their kids having playdates at our home with my sister, who's nine year young, nine years younger, mm-hmm. those kids weren't allowed to come over anymore. Yeah. And that's when I realized like, until I'm good at football. Wait a minute. That's hey. we, we're going to get to that until in a I second. Catch a ball. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Then I'm just like in. I'm like in. I'm the coolest thing ever. Oh my gosh, that's another. I'm like the shiny trophy. Let's get to that next, so that we don't forget that. But smack on the butt when I walk past. Until <laughs> it was. Sorry, I'm burping, Luna. If you hear a little tapping. See, until that's, that's not, it was my yeah. life. <laughs> I didn't realize how absolutely horrible it must feel to be black in America. Yeah. And it changed me. And it's and it's just so crazy because like you know it's all a mind thing because if it's something as simple as like everybody loves football. Yeah. I'm telling you in You know something else everybody loves? Maybe doesn't love, but music. Yeah. You're damn sure not running on the treadmill to Bach and Beethoven, I'll tell you that right <laughs> now. Yeah. It's just so like when did it ever become okay to like pick and choose the parts of people's culture that we want to embrace and the parts of people's culture that we we want to say is wrong? Yes. Athletics, music. Like I want to know where are the club promoters? Maybe they are speaking out. I don't know, but when it's Saturday night and Roddy Rich the box comes on at 1:30 a.m. and you're selling bottles for $600 and your club is packed with people, you're not that upset about the black culture. Yeah. Like, we can't pick and choose, I feel like, when we want to be okay with this. Yeah, that's what makes it, like, you know, that would make it, like, so tough. And that's what makes it so, you know, essentially, like, yeah, it just makes it ignorant, in a sense. You know, it just, like, I I read this book, Four Agreements. Mm -hmm. And 
in the book, uh, like I think the first agreement really was it, it kind of told you about just those agreements that you make in your head or you kind of like trap into your, your body. Not all of them are right, you know? Yeah. And it's sometimes it's been generational pass down things that, you know, we sometimes agree with that, you know, we think are is right and we think is, is how things are supposed to go and it's, it's not really right. And we've like never really thought about it for ourselves. Yeah. It's just something that was told to us or it was an experience we had when we were young and it it formed something in us that we continue to car- carry forward into our lives without ever taking a moment to think like, why, does why do I people, feel this way? Yeah, why does other people's skin color bother me? And, and really, that's just it. Like, can we just break down what another person's skin color really is? <laughs> it's how much melanin someone has in their body. Yeah. Like, I got my hair done yesterday, and I was talking to my hairdresser, who's an incredible woman. She is beautiful and tall and thin and white and blonde and never probably has faced any of the stuff we're talking about in her life. But she has two children, and she is the kind of mom that like wants to do it right. And she wants to change these things. And we were having this conversation yesterday and I was getting my hair done. And I said, you know, how, how do you talk to your kids about race? Yeah. You know, and, and her son is like, he's six. And she said, until this year, we never really had to have, you know, discussions about it. She's like, but I just broke it down to him that it's as simple as baby. He has more melanin in his skin <laughs> than you do. She's like, and that was the end of the conversation. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, I think sometimes we, we make this, you know, we, we make this a little bit more difficult than it has to be. Like, is it, is it an uncomfortable conversation to have? Yeah. Yeah, of course. But like, isn't that. Because there's so much wrong that has yeah. been done and right. that's what makes it so uncomfortable. But. But that's where the change happens. That's what growth is at. Yeah. And everything. Growth has been uncomfortable. It's true. You know, is 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 you know, like even as just being like, I mean, let's take it, just put it as a football player, like. Like, it's just as an athlete, you got to have uncomfortable situations. You got to have uncomfortable, you know, coaching. You got to have uncomfortable talks with your team to grow. That's what trainers are for. That's what, you know, therapists are for. That's what, you know, everything that is connected to growth is connected to... Being uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah, it's true. So, let's just step out of our shell and understand that. And and, and, and because I I am married to you Mm -hmm. and because I do, you know, I I also always say I have a white family, you know, in Daytona Beach. My my main family is black. I was (laughs) raised by, you know, I want to, you know, be careful how I say that. You know, my mom, you know, helped, my mom would raise me. Of course. You know, my mom's single parent raised me, you know, all her life by herself and stuff like that. But when I got in high school, my best friend, you know, family also. Happened to be white. Yeah, happened to be white. Okay. And... I used to hang out at their house yeah, all the time. A lot of time with them. Yeah. They were they were very influential in your life. Yeah, for sure. They, you know, yeah, it, takes they, n- it takes nothing away from your family or from that, anybody yeah. else. My, my best friend's dad owned like a construction company, so anybody who knows me like that does business and stuff like that. I used to work for him, and he was the one who taught me in so my much. life. Yeah, he taught he taught me he taught me most of the business aspects that you know my mom. You know, just as a working lady, you know, by herself did not know. So he was able to teach me, you know, and that's something, you know, too, that, you know, we just so far behind from just because of, you know, the way that the world essentially has, you know, been set up that. For you. you. Yeah. Against you. Yeah, man. And and we just got so much. But back on that is I I also, you know, do have a a white family also Mm -hmm. that, you know, you know, helps me. And I, I understand, you know, that. You know, when I'm, when, like, even just stand in, in the, like, the country club now, yeah. you know? Just to be real, just stand in the country club now as a kid from the hood, like, I, I sometimes, you know, forget about the things that, you know, happen in the hood. I make sure that I take a conscious effort to stay connected to my hood, to stay connected to, you know, my town, to, to stay connected there. to, what you, you know, do. my community. You do all that. And I make sure that, you know, I stay in that, but when you don't hear gunshots outside, mm. it's, it's just a different, you know. Yeah, you have bird feeders hanging in your back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's just a different way of living. So, yeah. you know, I think sometimes the thing that makes, you know, white people in general, you know, afraid to even speak on it is because, you know, first of all, a lot of most people have common sense and know there has been a lot of wrongdoing yes. even before their yes. time of being it's hard well, yeah, well, it, it's it's so hard but like what, what i'm trying to say is like this isn't about my emotions right now and how i feel about things like what 
this is years and years and years and years of people being silenced, people yeah. being told when they do speak up that what they have to say doesn't matter. And you can only tolerate that for so long. Yeah, it's like you listening and it goes in one ear and out the other. Before you burst at the seams. Yeah. And it's not to say I I will come out and I will say 100% we do not. burning your yeah. city to the ground is going to solve absolutely nothing. I think it's... We understand... This is a, we, we understand the reasoning of... 1,000%. I understand the emotion behind it. I understand the reasoning, yeah. but I do not agree with it. Yeah, because it's... it's it's, it's kind of sometimes like a, a, you know, like, that's the thing. is like, I fully understand why, you know? Yeah, and that's the same. thing is, it's like, same. it's like a double-edged sword, it you is. know? So, so much like, of this is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And, and if you don't, and if you don't believe that, you're trying to make a statement and you're trying to, you know, be seen and be heard. Mm-hmm. But Atlanta is filled with black. Black owned businesses. Yes, man. So it's like, not even just Atlanta, just no, like all everywhere. over the world now, man. Because yeah, Atlanta. like you know, like we do have you know educated black families who oh my you gosh, know, yes, fought their way through you know from the ground up. Yeah, fought their way through the 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 locks and actually you know made a way. And you know, some people have put all their savings, everything they have, and, and it's not just blacks, just no. you know everybody in general, like. It's just bad. It's just so bad, man. Like, we shouldn't even be here. I know. No, I know. We shouldn't even be here, man. It's just like, but we are. And that's just it. So what that makes me feel like (laughs) is like, personally, I don't know if anything that I've said so far in this episode is of any value to anybody. I don't know if anything that I've said is right. But like, what I do know is that silence is what got us here. Yeah. And help. And that's just it. And like find a way to help. And that's it. And and how everyone helps looks different. very different. Yes. Like I would I would not rest easy at night laying my head on my pillow knowing that I have a black husband and biracial children and I have a platform that I didn't use to speak out about something as important as their lives. Yeah. If I can share with you skincare, mm-hmm. if I can share with you recipes, yes. I can't not share this with you and that's just where that's just where i stand like i rather get it all the way wrong and know that my heart is is right like like my heart is so pure when it comes to this and i hope that that how strongly i feel and how genuine i feel about all of this is able to be heard yes you know and i want to i want to say you know something you know on the lines of that like i want to say this to you know, all the white people, all of, you know, and it's, you know, it's, it's sad that we got to talk in white and black, yeah, but, but just in do. general, everyone who's listening, I just want to say that me personally, this is how I take it. I don't, it ain't, it ain't going to ever be a way for you to fully, you know, feel and go through, you know, what, you know, so many black families have went through mm-hmm. for years and years and years and years. Mm-hmm. You know, I and I don't want to be careful about how I say this mm-hmm. because I, I do, I do, I do appreciate and I do accept white families and you know, yeah, white families coming out and actually giving the support and you know showing sympathy for because you can never fully understand what it is to be a black kid going through, you know, being racially profiled yeah. for no reason, you know, while wearing, you know the same clothes, you know, you know, walking the same streets, you know, and doing the same thing. Yeah. And, and you just happen to be the one get pulled over. You just happen to be the one get, you know, the worst trials. You just happen to be, you know, you just happen to just get the worst stick of, you know, everything Mm -hmm. that is, you know, given. So I can never expect, you know, them to fully understand and feel what it feels that feels like. But I do appreciate and I do, you know, I want to say thank you to the ones who are stepping out to bring awareness to it and trying, you know, their hardest to put themselves in our shoes. And to, ed- and to educate. Yeah. I feel like there's a movement right now that's happening where we're realizing that 
we we have to educate ourselves yeah. on these things and because like you to. just said even me i'm never going to know what that feels like personally and this is so this is so close to home for me yeah. and even me because you're state and you've seen it i've seen it i've yeah. lived it with with you alongside you but when i walk out of our house and i leave this neighborhood i don't fear for my life yeah I don't worry when I get pulled over for going seven miles over the speed limit. I'm worried about if they're going to give me a ticket or let me just off the hook. I'm not worried about if I'm going to drive away alive or not. Yeah. You remember the one time you came home and you you were so mad because y'all had just got pulled over. Mm-hmm. And the, the reason you were mad because you knew y'all was a speed and, and that was the car that I, that I typically drive. Mm-hmm. And that was your first time actually mm-hmm. driving it. Mm-hmm. They pulled us over pulling. It was my dad and I. Uh It was right after Lennon was born. We were not speeding. I couldn't drive because I had just had a C-section like five days before. So my dad was driving. And we got pulled over pulling into our old neighborhood. And when the cop pulled us over, first of all, the car was in your name. So he assumed it was going to be you behind the wheel. Mm -hmm. And when it was my dad, you could tell it like totally caught him off guard. And I asked him like, why did you pull us over? Yeah. And he's like made up some BS excuse like oh your your tint is too dark and I'm like it's actually not yeah. because we had it done in the state of Georgia when we Did purchased our car didn't get a ticket mm. and I I almost wanted a ticket because at that point <laughs> I realized and he even asked he's like who who's the owner of this car I said my husband so well, where is he I said at home with my children you know and why 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 are you asking me all of these details I was so lit <laughs> But you want to know what made me even more upset was when we lived in our last neighborhood. Yeah. And we live in Georgia, if you don't know. It is hot as all get out here. Yeah. From the time the sun comes up until it goes down. So Rico would go out for runs in the evening, you know, to condition before season. training camp and yeah, season. I'm trying to get it. Okay. Going out for a run is nothing wrong with that. <laughs> in, in America. Uh, there is something. There yeah. is something wrong with that. It just depends on where you want to run, apparently. But what happened to you? I, I like, and and and, and it wasn't. It's not just like this happens once. No, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't a one time. Nah, it's just like. What happened? It's like you kind of get used to it. You just hope that you know they don't kind of come for you. But I've been followed by just running through. You know, going sub, going sub, for a run suburban neighborhood in our neighborhood that we paid to live in. Mm-hmm. He would get followed by people in cars. Yeah out for runs in the evening or after the sun would set. And anybody who know me is just like, I don't know why I, I like wearing hoodies. I wear hoodies all the time. It's just like, and there shouldn't be anything wrong with that. I know. And and for, for you to even think about For you to like have that. to think about, oh, I probably can't wear this when I go for my run. Yeah. Like, I've never had to think about that before. And that's, that's this whole thing about privilege. That's privilege. Yeah. Being able to not have to think about every single detail of my existence before I walk out of my door, that's privilege. I listened to um like one of um our teammates and we were talking and you know, he he's white and he was like, You know the sad thing about you know, all of this is is like every time I get pulled over, I'm not thinking about if I'm gonna live or not. Yeah. I'm thinking about if I'm gonna get out, how I'm gonna get hopefully, out of this. Hopefully hopefully they're gonna drop it. Me, I'm I'm thinking about how can I show myself in a way that I'm not a threat. Yes, and even when okay, wait. So share the last share the story about what happened three weeks ago. Yeah, because go ahead. Supposedly, because if not, yeah, I'm going to. I, I'm I'm yeah. I probably was speeding. You know, oh, <laughs> heaven heaven forbid. I probably was speeding a little bit, but you know, I got pulled over. And then, like, I, um, you know, and it might be, I, I don't understand, you know, I don't, because I see it differently all the time, which is, confuses me mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I got pulled over, I, I, I got pulled over, and I, I pulled up under, like, the, a little bridge or whatever, which I was nervous as hell about, mm-hmm. you know. And then, as soon as, like, the, like, the, like, we pulled over, I just turned my car off, and I stuck my hands out the window. And, and and I was expecting like because I got my hands out the window that he the, the cop would like approach like my window, mm-hmm. but he didn't. He um came over like my right shoulder and I still got my hands like out the window. He came over my right shoulder, and I'm like, 
like trying to like peek back and look and you know he was looking inside my car so he was trying to figure out like if I got anything in there or not you know and I don't know man it's just just, so he finally came around your window yeah and how was the conversation just gave me a ticket (laughs) really it's just like it ain't I don't know, man. It's just, it's just weird. It's just weird. Like it, it don't it don't feel good. Yeah. It just it just doesn't feel good. Like it's it's like I shouldn't have to ask. Like, can I reach to get my license? You know, like can I reach in my like you sure can I reach into my, my pocket to get my license? Like that's like how like I really talk. Like I was I was so nervous that just you were you were coming home from work. Yeah. It was ten thirty in the morning. You had gone in. It wasn't nighttime, broad daylight. You're on I-85. You get pulled over. Put both your hands out the window. I've never done this in my life, by the way. I don't even think I roll my window down. And then the cop comes to the back corner of your car and is looking inside of your vehicle. Did they ever do that again? That's never happened to me before. Ever. Yeah. And, yeah. How about... All the times that we've been told there's no availability in restaurants. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you on your own? Me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, t- tell me about it. Man, I've I've gotten that easily. Uh, let's say five, six. And when I say availability in restaurants, like you're standing at the hostess stand looking at the like open table, so so empty, and they tell you, "I'm sorry, we don't have we any don't availability." Have, yeah. And and it's sad that. Like it's like it's like the NFL. The NFL gives us these cards that yeah. Let's let's get into this part of this. Yeah. So like so like yeah. We we get into like we kind of like so privilege. You know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's go. Yeah. It's like because we have this card. Mm -hmm. It's jersey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it says like it's a card. This is NFL PA. Mm -hmm. Like if you get declined at a restaurant, that same restaurant, if you was to show this card anywhere in the world, you would have the corner booth. Yes. With the best waiter, the chef would probably come out and introduce himself to you. Yes. But that's the same restaurant that just told you five minutes prior. It's no city. Sorry, there's no tables here tonight. It is. How many cities has that happened to you in traveling? Because I can definitely count on two hands the number of times you've called me and told me the same story when you're out of town for a game. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nonsense, man. So this is this is just the kind of stuff. Like, it's it's, it's very real. Yeah, and... and- and it was crazy because like one of the times yeah like you you've been with me before and oh, got yeah. turned down it's oh, like yeah. you it's like for us to even get into like a casual mm-hmm. a casual place to just eat mm-hmm. like they either have to know who we are mm-hmm. or we have to be dressed to a, like to to the to impress mm-hmm. you know you can see everybody else in there like with, with just normal stuff if, if I come up and I want to have Whatever. If you just don't want to have to think about it, if you just want to go to dinner, it shouldn't have to be so hard. Yeah, it's just nonsense. But it, it just, it's just always, it's, it's, it's like, it's always funny because I never argue with the people. I just always smile. Mm-hmm. And then I pull out the NFL like card mm-hmm. and then, then I get like the best things ever. Yeah. And they just got to sit and there and watch it. And that almost makes me more upset. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's just nonsense. Yeah. It's nonsense. It is nonsense. I yeah, mean, it so. is. But I don't want to just like complain, you know, no. but, but a lot of people, on Instagram specifically have asked, like, do you guys face this? Do you guys face stuff as an interracial couple? And the answer is yes. Yes. Just because we don't talk about it, you know, until now, like we face it. We're and strong. It's very we know real. who we are. And, and that's just the thing and is like, you being racist towards, you know, me or, you know, you being ugly, you know, towards me, like majority of the time, like I'm going to ignore it and I'm yeah. going to, and I'm just going to let you go on and be ignorant. And, That's it. You know, I, I'm going to keep working and, you know, being, you know, the good man. Incredible. And, and helping, you know, as many families and as many communities as I can. Yeah. And, you know, and, and this is cool because it's like, for the longest, you know, I've always been looking for like a, uh, like a, like a true purpose in life. And I, I knew it always, want, I always wanted to help people. Yeah. You're like, this right here is, it just, you know, I, I think it's an open spot. You know, I think it's an open spot. There's a lot of work that needs to be done in this world. There's a lot of open spots yeah, and for this problem. I think I'm put in a position and I'm I'm blessed to be in a position that, you know, I am that I'm able to communicate and I'm able to be in contact with, you know, 
to share your experiences from all walks of the world you yeah. know just on our team in general because yeah. you know when we install those walls and stuff like that all of us are from you know different cities backgrounds you know countries yeah. uh you know it religions uh I mean, everything political standpoints what it's a whole melting pot when it's time to get on that field and it's time to rock together none of that matters such a good point wow yeah that's so good so you telling me it's just like why can't the world be like your locker room yeah it can i really believe I like it can that. yeah like i really believe that it can it can be i do it's like the agreements that we're making with each and other i'm not naive and i'm not ignorant and i live this alongside you uh -huh. you know so like i know we have so much work to do yes but i believe it can be that way i think we can go and and and, and, and it's, it's like i said that is a double-edged sword too because all, this all because, is yeah and, and, and that's the life that we live because as, as many good people as we're creating there's you know there's always gonna be bad people creating bad people too mm -hmm. so it's, it's gonna be a, a lifelong fight but, but at you the know end of the day though you can only control what's in your home yep and you the know how you we raise believe, your kids yes and you know how we believe we believe in a snowball effect that's it and you know it, it's like a a study that you know say i think like if you was the like affect one person mm -hmm. every day and it compounds. So let's say the first day is one person. Mm -hmm. The second day is two people. Or that person goes to someone else. Yes. Yeah. And the second person, then it turns into four. And then that turns into eight. Yep. And then that turns in, you know, yep. in one month, if you do that every day and somebody was to find somebody to impact and maybe, you know, just let's say do something different. You Share know, this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Share this episode, you know, to, yeah. Whatever. It can, it can reach it will be able to impact a million people. It's unbelievable. In in one month. And so all you did was talk to one person. one person each day. And that person talked to one person each day. Yep. It's just a conversation that, that we need to start having. Yes. And it's a conversation that I I mean this in the nicest way possible. Mm -hmm. When this is no longer trendy uh -huh. and everyone on Instagram isn't sharing black boxes and reposting, my request for you. Yes. Is to keep this going. Yeah, keep working at it. Don't don't just do this fight. when the lights are on. Yeah, you know this this is this is a fight that runs through generations. This is a fight that your kids and your family and the next generations will have to know about. Yes. So just do like, just I, I'm okay with one percent. I mean, anything is better than what it's been. Yeah, just just do a little better every day, and that's it. And you know, and think about like. As a mother for me, like, I know I'm not going to get it all the way right, you know, with, never with the way I raise my children or the conversations I have with my kids or the conversations I choose not to have with my kids. But like when it comes to addressing the fact that they're biracial children in America, like there are small decisions we can make. And one of those decisions is like, okay, what kind of books are we going to put on our kids' bookshelves? Yes. What kind of Barbie dolls, Barbie dolls or not Barbie dolls? Are who we, do we bring around? Are we going to provide? Who do we bring into our house? What kind of school do we send our children to? What kind yes. of neighborhood do we move into? Yes. And not saying that everyone has the the full access to that, but I think I think nowadays with the education that you can get off the phones and stuff like that, I Listen. think you can naturally blend in cartoons. You know, blend in. You know, you know, trade in a couple Barbie dolls. You know, get different. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you, I mean, you can't. That's the thing is you. You can find a way. You can you find can. a way to do anything in this world. You can. You can find a way to expose, you know, just drive through other neighborhoods. Do all kinds of stuff. And if your school is predominantly one race and you know that that school district isn't going to change anytime soon, think about extracurricular activities that you, that you could expose your children to. Think about the church that you attend. Think about the small groups that you work with. Think about the people you do life with. And hold those people accountable. When they say something... But I'm comfortable. When they say something that is straight up racist or something, that, or something that maybe just toes the line a little bit, have the courage to say like... What makes you think that? What makes you think that? Or like, we don't talk like that around here. Or who taught you that? Or who taught you that? Where you learn that from? Just have the courage to stand up and to realize like, you're children and your family and your friends they're watching you this is so much more than just what we say our kids notice if i'm if i'm stopped at a stoplight if you're stopped at a stoplight and all of a sudden you lock your doors <laughs> when a person of color crosses the street you don't have to say out loud what it is that you're doing but your action is seen 
Yeah. People notice that you want to get off an elevator when somebody else gets on. You don't have to tell your kids what you're doing. Children are very smart. So this is so much more than just the conversations we're having at home. These are the actions and the choices and the ways that we actually live our lives. So check yourself. Yeah. And me? And so, yeah, I like that. I like that. So, like, let's, let's, you know, let's talk about some ideas that, you know, some areas maybe that, you know. How we can make a difference? Yeah, that could just simply make difference. Yeah, I love that. Like, like me, I think, me, I, I think always, you know, empowering financial education. Mm, yeah. I think that, like, it's like if you can teach, you know, because, like, me coming from the hood, I know that uh, a lot of decisions, you know, have to be, like, a tough decisions are made because of the, like, scarcity, yeah, if you think saying? about the scarcity mindset, yeah. if you do research on, yes. you know, how the mind functions in a human being mm-hmm. when you're just trying to find out where can I get my next meal. Yes. And that's the thing is, is like, I, I think like, <sighs> if you're listening to this, I'm, you obviously can't respond to me, but I wish, I wish that you could. Have you ever had to wonder like if you're going to have a next meal? Oh, you stand at night. Or have you ever had to wonder, like, I wonder if I'm going to have somewhere to sleep tonight? Or have you ever had to contemplate how you're going to get to school? Yeah. And then we wonder why so many children can't focus in the classroom or why so, so many people are failing on. classes or most seem of these to kids, not care. Most of these kids got real world. You are a grown adult in a small child's body from such a young age when you grow yes. up in the conditions that you did. Yes. And I mean, a, you and have I had was, to be yeah. a man since you were a little boy. Yeah. And I was listening to something and it said something. And I always wonder, like, like I'm 28 years old. And most people, when they're around me, they're like, man, you've been here before. You done done this before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I got much love for Jay-Z. And I, I love just, like, the knowledge that, mm-hmm. you know, the people around him. Because he come from... A similar background like I, my mom you know like my mom's we started the projects mm-hmm. like i come from the projects like i come from you know all, like i think like it's as bad as section eight housing you know oh, yeah. so like just and, to so see that's like, not where you ended no not at all but just to see like a uh a man you know like that has you know come from the bottom and you know has reached to the you know to the top yeah you know has educated himself has done a good job of you know staying out of trouble as much as he can you know it's just cool and it's inspiring man and you know he's had to fight yeah he's had to fight he's had to fight we always had to fight and 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 it's a fight worth fighting for 100%. and I don't want to and I don't want to and that's the thing with you know even doing something like this because you have to come correct because. Once you get yourself into this fight, like I've had a couple of reporters try their hardest to, you know, pull me aside. And you've even seen this. I had oh, yeah. a couple of reporters try to pull me aside, you know, by myself because they didn't think that, you know, I was maybe as educated as I am. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, try to discredit my word. Like one of the dudes, one of the um, first questions that a guy. Wait, he, so yeah, many of you might not know, but Rico is the leader of the social justice committee. For, for the Falcons. Yes, and it's a blessing. And, and it's I'm a blessing because, and it's something he carries really well. Yes, because Coach Quinn and, and Mr. Blank and the Falcons organization, they do, you know, give me, you know, as many resources and as much education and as much knowledge while, you know, trying to be a professional athlete. And they give you support. Yes, and I, I fully appreciate that because they, they tell us to shoot for it. They tell us to go for it. And, and they'll be right there behind you. Yep. And that's, I think, a strong message for all of us. Yeah. Like. I appreciate Mr. Blank, man. So much. in that family. Yeah. Because. They don't they have to do this. Yeah, they don't. they don't. They don't. They can easily hide out. Yeah. They can easily, you yeah. know. And they can easily be, you know, getting questions from, you know, everybody else too. Yeah. Like, like the ones who are not saying anything. Mm-hmm. And they can easily be hiding out. Mm-hmm. But. They have stood up, and, they and, and I they appreciate it. And they have stood long before it was the trend. Yes, and that's why I'm willing to go out there and fight for you See? know an owner like that. And that's just it. And that's how I think the change happens mm-hmm. is that when people that don't have to stand up, when people that don't have to speak up, yeah. when those people stand and those people speak and those people support, that's where I think 
the change really lies. Because if they don't think that we really watching, we watching. Yeah. Oh yeah. We watching, and we in in yeah. in in the the best way to. You know, I'm, my mom always taught me, man. Never listen to somebody's words, but you can watch somebody's actions. Mm-hmm. And 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 sometimes not speaking at all can it can tell me as much as I need to know. That's it. You know, and I'm not saying that everybody got to go out and, you know. Do it your own way. Yeah. Just, it, just, just find a way. Pray on it. Think about it for yourself. You don't have to do what everybody else is doing. What, what this is going to look like in your life is very different than how it's going to look in mine or in your best friends. Like this isn't meant to be a one size fits all fight. Yeah. This is, this is so deep that we need everybody in all of their creativity with all of their resources, whatever it is to use that. Yeah. Miss D Haslam from the Browns. I oh, got yeah. to speak on a panel with, I know I sat next to her in the crowd. Yeah, that was cool. Was so cool. I got to speak on a panel with Martin Ms. Luther King's daughter. Yeah. Like you've done some really cool <laughs> stuff surrounding all of this and, and we don't brag about it. No, I mean, I like, but that's I, I, not what this yeah. is. It's not what it's about. It's it's about making a better world for your children. It's about finally. I got to walk across. I got to do the Selma Walk with John Lewis. It's incredible. You know, he he the one who fought for blacks to even have the right to vote. Mm. I got to walk hand in hand, peaceful protest. Yep. Education everywhere. You know, I mean, in the Equal Justice Initiative. Yeah, Brian Stevenson. Man, I got to do private. Yeah, man. I, I'm like, if you guys Alabama, don't yeah. know about EJI, that's something you really look into. And Just Mercy, it's yes. it's a book. It's one of his books, and it's now a movie. Yes. If you have never, if you're a reader, read it. If you're not a reader and you rather just watch, like the new day and age, Martin Luther King. Yeah, I mean, Just Mercy messed me up for a very long time. But it's the kind of movie that, like, you need to watch it. You know, it was crazy because, like, we, we went down there to um to Alabama. Mm-hmm. And we got to go to the Equal Justice, you know, initiative. Office, yeah, we right? got to go to, you know. The headquarters. The headquarters. We yeah. got to go to the museum down there, mm-hmm. the Equal Justice Museum and stuff like that. And it was so much stuff that I did not know mm. actually happened. It was like it, this stuff has been like so hidden, mm. which like hurts so bad. It was just like, man, you just gotta educate. And that's the thing is because like I I made sure that I, I took like a conscious effort to actually educate myself on the things that I did not know, mm. so that I would know how to help and I would know what I'm helping towards, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And me, my 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 way of. How I want to do it is I want to help education. And I think that, you know, I will I will have my chance, you know, in this world to help, you know, mold, you know, just human beings because of sports. Yeah. And because of, you know, I play ball and because you have, of you have a platform. You I do have, have a platform. Influence. So I want I my fight is, you know, having that uncomfortable conversation with, you know, both sides. Yeah. And uh just keep educating as much as I can, you know. I'm just trying to help as much as I can. I remember Killer Mike had, like, I got to uh, talk on one of the panels for Atlanta for the Super Bowl mm-hmm. when it was down here, which is cool. I got to talk on the first ever social justice. Um, Super Bowl committee. Super Bowl committee. Like, yeah. That's, it, so yeah. Cool. that's, that's crazy. Like, so it, 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 that was You've nice. been doing the work. I know I have. You have been. And I'm always going to do the work. That's it. And I'm always fight the fight. And. Yep. Everybody keep, you know, an eye out because right now I'm working on, you know, my foundation, getting yeah. my foundation, you know, papers put in order. Like, I think, you know, that, you know, I never just wanted to, I just never wanted to, you know, build a foundation too fast because I never knew what I really wanted to attack. Mm-hmm. You've been talking about it for years, but yeah. you never knew exactly what you wanted, like, the foundation of the foundation to be. Yes. Now you know. You've always known. Yeah. But I think so... I'm not gonna keep. I'm not gonna give away all my ideas and stuff okay. like that. You guys gonna stay tuned. Yeah, just stay tuned and stuff like that. And because I want to help, like if Me I can too. help in this world, Me too. impact people and help people, and you know, just give everybody an equal chance mm-hmm. to succeed. Mm-hmm. No matter where you come from, 
No matter what you look like. No matter how much melanin's in your skin. No. <laughs> I want I want you to have the same chance to shoot for the shoot for the stars. Yep. You know, you can dream and just, just as everybody else has a chance to dream and go for it. I want to empower anyone and yeah. everyone. You know. Yep. To to be able to do the same. Yes. To have to start at the same starting line. Yes. Let's just work on that first. Let's just all be able to start at the same starting line. Yep. Because there's so much that you've been set so far behind and it's so far out of your control. And it's time for that to end. But the good the good news is that as long as we're alive. It ain't going away. Well, that's not the good news. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm saying in the sense of we got a chance to fight. Oh, right. Absolutely. So, like, yeah. As long as we're alive, we I'm can do better. Fight fight. And we can be better. And we can learn more. And we can fight the good fight and we can have the hard conversation we can lead by example and we can lead by example and that's something i'm gonna say for for, for my life like come to me ask me the questions yeah. like don't worry if your heart is in the right place don't worry about offending me no. by asking a question the wrong way and me like, also like come to us use us you know ask us the questions that you have been wanting to ask, but haven't had the words. And something I can say for like this show specifically is like, we have always planned on having a diverse crowd of people come on because that's what our life is. Yes. Like we are friends with people of from every walk of life, literally every walk of life, you know, but something I can promise you that I will provide to you on this show for as long as this exists is that you will hear perspectives from people of all walks of life. Yes. You will, I, I, I owe that to you. To the world. I owe that to the world. I and owe that to growth. myself. And that's growth and that's education within itself because some of my best education has just come from learning the, the, the like essentially the other side's perspective. Yeah. And oh, if yeah. you can learn to put yourself in other people's shoes and you can actually just, you know, I listened to something the other day and it was saying that it's the reason that God gave us two ears and one mouth. Mm. You're supposed to use one of them more than the other one, you know? And that's so good. Like right now, I think we just need to listen. Like, people just, just hurt. People are hurting with every right in the world to be hurting. Yes, yes. Because yes. I'm hurting. Yeah. Because it's, it's just sad to just keep watching. Yeah. You know. But I will not let it stop me. No. And I will keep. You going. never have. And I appreciate everyone who is supporting. Yeah, me too. And I appreciate the ones. We're not supporting because you make me stronger too. You give me more motivation to do it. But listen, you need to start supporting. Yeah. Because enough is enough. It is. So. Appreciate you, baby. I got you. I appreciate everybody who 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 listened to this with just an open mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, just to even hear us out because you know we do have different perspectives than a lot of people. We do yeah. come from a different world than a lot of people. Yeah. You know, but. You from the suburbs? Yes, I am. And I'm from the hood. That's it. Look at us now. Damn right. I love you. Love you. Thanks, guys. That's it for now. Thanks for tuning in. When you have a chance, rate and review. Hit subscribe to stay all in with new episodes. And if you enjoy All In with the Allens, be sure to share with a friend. In the meantime, follow along with our daily journeys on Instagram at grace.e.allen and ricardoallen37. Thanks again for joining and we'll see you soon. Yeah. <laughs>